sun is shining, the sky is blue. It's time for short and sweet parenting tips. Hello, short and sweet parenting tips here. We are talking about anxiety during COVID and I'd like to welcome our guests, Dawn and Gina Grodhoff from the Focused Healthy Family Practice. Dawn is an EFT tapping practitioner and Gina is an occupational therapist. So they combine their skills to help families not only change behaviors, but also minimize anxiety and increase the health of their family. Don also hosts a podcast called Invisible Wheelchair, where he unlocks the hidden mind of OCD and anxiety and advocates for positive recovery. So that's kind of what we're talking about, how to minimize stress during COVID by improving communications. So welcome, you two. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Oh, I appreciate you, uh, your expertise in talking about anxiety during COVID. I mean, we've passed the one-year anniversary. Yes. <laughs> yes. And hopefully keep going in that good in a good oh, direction. With boy, it. no kidding. No kidding. Who knew? Um, now, do you guys want to share anything more about your backgrounds? Well, I mean, we, we basically work with families trying to help them through behavior and anxiety issues and, and do it in a, a more natural way. Yeah, we, you know, we had kids with serious anxiety issues. And so part of the reason we're into this is wanting to help other parents. But right now, everybody's dealing with some anxiety issues. Um, kids themselves, even if they're not in the situation we're in, they, they still don't understand it. And they're, they're hearing all this news about it and all the, the fear that's going on around it that too causes a, the, a lot of stress. That they can't always verbalize what they're stressed about and we might assume it's one thing and it's really not that it's another aspect of it well that's what we think when it, we talk about in our practice uh behavior is a foreign language hmm. and what that means is that the behavior really is another means of communication which is what we're talking about that just is trying to tell of a deeper problem a real the, the underlying problem and I think that's one thing that we try to help families understand that it's not really the behavior necessary that needs to change, but you need to look at what's what's underneath what's it. What's causing the behavior, right? Kids don't just act out just to make us annoyed, even though it feels like that. There's a reason for their behavior. And just like a baby, you'd watch a baby and their behavior and you can tell when they're hungry, yes. when they're tired, when kids are acting out, that their behavior is not acceptable. We need to look at the reasons, what's going on, what's not being, what need is not being met. Because um, that's really addressing those issues is really what changes the behavior. It's um, in the workshop we're doing right now, it's all about communication, learning new tools to be able to practice these skills, to develop new habits um, in your communication. Yeah, and if you all would like to send me that link, I'm happy to put it on the Short and Sweet Tips Facebook page uh, if you're interested in me sharing yeah, well, that. We link. have another one yeah, coming up in April. We're just about to conclude one. There are six-week workshops as we, we've been doing two hours, two hours a night for six weeks. Yeah. Well, I, this last last class was actually on praise. Oh, yes. And wow. what's really amazing about it, you know, we don't think about as parents that praise could be uh, detrimental or it could be could go the, the the wrong way right um and so in this we talk about the fact of and i'll give you the example of what you know um we we are quick a lot of times to say good job or good boy or good girl about when they do something the trouble with that is that 
the next day, if they're not the good boy or the good girl, it just negated, it mm. negates that whole thought. Versus what we teach in it is to describe what they do instead of going after like their character. So they, rather than using evaluating words, you describe, you know, mom, do you like my picture? I see that you took the time to draw details of the flower and the grass. And the idea is that they in turn then praise themselves mm -hmm. because what other people think is not really what matters, right? We know this as adults, that it, what matters is what we think of ourselves. And if kids are constantly seeking that approval from others, you know, it fosters that idea that other people have to approve of me versus recognizing their skills and their abilities. And then they're able to say, oh yeah, I'm a good drawer. You know, I'm good at this. Oh, that's um, huge because adults have a problem with, with that. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. many of us are seeking approval all the mm -hmm. time in so many ways. Oh yeah. That's the half the clients I work with in that's what they're, they're, they're dealing with is there's, they're trying to build their life on everybody else instead of on themselves. Yeah. And that's, we have, to, we work on changing that. But that praise one was one that always just kind of amazed me. I, I had never thought about that, you know, um, so. Yeah, yeah, because at least for me as a parent, I'm trying to send my girls out of the nest with as few pieces of baggage as possible. <laughs> <laughs> because um, as adults we spend time having to uncover I all know, that and i know that and um now on the on the same thought though around that is one of the things i believe in is is contrast in our life we have to understand some of the bad to really understand the good is that yes. you know what i'm saying so yeah, I don't want to be so paranoid as a as a parent not to try not to make mistakes around my child. Right. But the big part of it is and in, in communication and dealing and showing them how I can get past my mistake, how I can change my mistake, how I can get out of a bad and get into a good. You know, so we give them by example. And what how we act is really what teaches our children. You know, we can lecture at them. You need to do this. You need to do this but they're really learning from how we're interacting with the world. So when we make a mistake and they see, oh, mom made a mistake, mom apologized for it. And now mom's doing this. They're learning because life is going to have challenges, right? And what better way to learn to deal with those as a child in a safe environment um, and learning these skills from an early age. I love what you said about apologizing because I feel like that is new to my parenting generation. <laughs> and, yeah. and I do recognize how it, how important it is to model that to our kids too. Sure. Cause we want, everybody wants their kids say you're sorry when they do something wrong, but we make mistakes with our kids. We need to show them we, we can apologize because we're human and we're going to make mistakes too. Well, and it goes into respect then. And that's a big oh, part of a big philosophy of, what backs our whole practice, our, our, our program, everything is respect. And it's two-way street. It's not just a, you have to respect me because I'm the parent. We also have to respect that they're little humans, you know. Uh, they are individuals, right? Yeah. If you want your children to respect, it's important you, you give them respect. So respect is what we'll be talking about next week when we continue this interview with Dawn and Gina Grothoff from Focused Healthy Family. See you all next week on short and sweet parenting tips, fresh ideas, and bite-sized portions.